us cracking open our shit. I think that would be cool. You really think so? Yeah. Have we started? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows exactly what I'm about to start. Yeah, I'm, I figured. <laughs> this guy clicked start, and then he started saying, yo, I don't know how to start these things. <laughs> I really don't, guys. And that's how you decided to start <laughs> this one, by declaring this. Yeah, just fucking, we just start when we start, okay? Man, in a New York state of mind, doesn't know how to start this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, welcome to a new episode of Casuals and Critics and Carnosaurs, I guess, because we have uh, our lovely guest, John, joining us back. Yes, sir. Now we're going with the name... Our last guest proposed. Clerks and jerks. Clerks and jerks. Clerks and jerks. Who did that, Eugene? Eugene. Yeah. Clerks and jerks. I like that a lot. I mean, that's. I was like, that also works for our <laughs> titles. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't market that. I'm sure you can. Yeah, you can. can. I think that's more marketable. Like captures and credits. Ooh. And connoisseurs. Like, okay, like, hold that, on. That's like entirely how Howard Stern built his career. Yeah, being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. We just added one extra word. Well, anyways, guys, uh, speaking of Clerks, that's the movie yeah. that we're doing today. Yeah, Jerks. Yeah. 1994's, uh, at that time, would you call that like an indie classic in a sense? At that time? No. Oh. No. No, because it wasn't like, it was Kevin Smith's first film. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, an it's like film school budget type of I mean, what was the budget like? Twenty-seven thousand, probably. Uh, yeah, that's what I read. It was um, twenty-seven thousand, which he got from borrowing money slash an insurance uh, settlement slash he sold off all his comic books. Yeah. Slash he borrowed money from his parents. Yeah, he did. So he just he had, bought some of them back though. He bought most of them back. So that's good. after he became successful, but that's good. Mm-hmm. And also from working part time at the job, which with a at the store the movie was filmed. He actually worked there, huh? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when he was filming, he was only allowed to film in their clothes. So he apparently started work six a.m., finished eleven p.m., and then filmed till four a.m. in the morning. Jesus Christ! Yeah. And then tried to get like an hour or two of sleep. And then he had to like st- and they, go back to work. <laughs> they did this for 27, 20 something days straight. Twenty one days. Yeah, 21, 21. That's kind of nuts. 21. I, I, I don't think a lot of people get that reference, Brandon. You don't know about 21 Savage? I don't think so. Is he that outdated already? Damn. No, it's just, I don't, I don't think our listeners listen to rap. You don't know what they listen to. I hope, though. I hope they do. Um. So, yes. I listen to death metal. Death metal, yeah. Symphonic slam death metal. So, for the intro... For the podcast, death metal should be yes. the way to go. Nice. So, anyways, this is Kevin Smith's first film, as we were discussing. He did this again with limited budget. Um, I feel like this film is like the most relatable to our title, being us cashiers, or you, well, technically, John, you I'm are a, a cashier. Cashier. Well, you're a clerk at the end of the day. Yeah. You know. You have Actually, to serve my, my, customers. My definitive title, job title, is sales associate. You're not wine merchant? No. Okay. Wine merchant. Damn. Wine that implies like he supplies the wine. <laughs> <laughs> like, from the vineyards. Fair enough, fair enough. That's what I'm doing behind the desk all day. I'm just stomping grapes. <laughs> That's what's in the, yeah, in the back in the closet. Just a big tub. So, basically, I feel like us three can have some sort of relatability with this film. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brandon, you tell us, us 
summary of the plot? Um, before I do that, I just mentioned before we started this, I had a story about this. So mm. I mentioned I'd never seen this film, which actually was a bit of a lie. Mm. I had already seen half this film and I stopped halfway through. The reason being, I was watching it with my grandmother at the time. Oh, and yeah. knowing the content of this movie is not really a kind of, you know, family film that <laughs> no, watch. And not really. She was so disgusted with the film, we just shut it off. So, and I never watched it. And that was about 15 years ago. Wow. And I never watched it since. Okay. Can I ask a question? What? what got you into watching Clerics 15 years ago? Uh, funnily enough, related to the film is we went to, there used to be a small movie rental store across the street from here where yeah. we are now. So we used to like spend some time together, we used to rent, have some pizza, you know, rent mm -hmm. a movie together. And this one had, was in the thing and it said like, I don't know, it said something like it had Roger Ebert saying how funny it was. And she's like, okay, we'll watch because she likes comedy. Right. And that's <laughs> how this Not that type of comedy. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the most awkward film we'd put on before, so. Oh, okay. Uh, that, 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 that title goes to Caligula, so. Caligula. Wait, what the fuck is that? Uh, it's a movie. Let me just say I was involved with the creator of Penthouse Magazine to help make the movie. Um, so. <laughs> and that's all we need to know. But apparently there is some famous actors in it. It's like, uh, who's in there? Uh, Peter O'Toole? From Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. He was in that, apparently. Oh, okay. And then someone else, someone well-known. Oh, was it like Movie 43 in terms of, like, actors? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was just a couple of famous people that were randomly in it. Okay. Yeah, so I watched, that one we watched about, like, five minutes of and then stopped. I see. After, like, a man got castrated on screen. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Anyway. The I mean... I got a story too with my grandma. My brother tricked her into watching uh, Little Nicky. <laughs> and my grandma is like, well, both of them, they're both like highly religious. So you can see the the shock that she did. And that was in theaters. So we didn't walk out. Damn. We watched it all. Damn. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yes, Clerks is not. Um, a family-friendly film. It's very rated R to the borderline NC-17. It was going to get an NC-17 rating. Yeah. But, like, they really went against that. Yeah, they really pushed for it to be rated only R, no cuts. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, basic summary of this film, <laughs> it's not really much of a plot, so per se. It's kind of just about a guy who goes into work one day and... Dante. Dante. And a bunch of shit happens, and he hangs out with his friend Randall, who's like a slacker who works across the video store. And mm -hmm. then random shit happens, various characters, and then that's and that's the that's the story. Yeah, <laughs> it's, pretty much. There's really not like a plot per se. It's just kind of like a series of events happening. Yeah. Um. So I gotta ask you guys then. How how did you guys like to film? Because personally. I feel like I watched Clerks 2 first before I watched the first one. <clears throat> and I feel like, well, I get eventually we're going to talk about the sequel, but I have more like a love for the second film more than I like this one. This one, I just 
again, it's it's funny, it's laughable when you like when these guys are dealing with customers because it's again, it's the relatability that we have. So, like, I want to know like how you guys feel about it. The first or second? First, first. I think it's a it's a good idea. Oh, apologies. Uh, it's a it's a, a great concept to just kind of have the audience as like a almost like a fly on the wall um, in the store, mm-hmm. um, just kind of watching this guy Dante watching his day kind of just unfold, um, and like the shenanigans that kind of happen in the store. Um, again, because there is no real story, it literally just yeah, it feels just like a day in this guy's life, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon. Now that you finally watched it, now that I watched it, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Mm. So I mean, it was like kind of weird at first because a lot of the acting and it seems like they're delivering lines in such a dry manner the whole time. I'm like, I don't know why friggin' Randall's character every time he was talking, it reminded me of like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Like he had the same like way of speaking. Like just very matter of fact about everything. Well, I gotta. I I guess it's because like a lot of these actors are green, right? They're just like this is their first gig. Yeah, and and majority of these people they they knew Kevin Smith already. Yeah. So I can see why it's like I'm not ex- I'm not getting Peter O'Toole's act level of acting. Peter O'Toole. <laughs> That's yeah, a reference. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, they're a little bit of green, but I, I think that's why I like it because it's again it's like you get it. I almost think it was done on purpose in a way. Mm. Like I thought that got more cemented. I remember there's one scene where they're talking about like, um, what was it? The guy who mops up the semen in the whatever rooms. Oh, what do they call that guy again? The jizz. Um, the jizz mopper. The jizz yes, mopper. The jizz mopper. And then the guy's like, "You guys are so horrible. I'm never coming back." He says in like such a way, it's like he's not even trying to sound offended. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's clearly like they're doing this on purpose. Like they're not just like messing around. Yeah. They're not trying to be like overly dramatic or like emotional. No, no, no. They're just like. So that guy actually played like five other characters in the movie. Was he the egg guy as well? Yeah. He's the egg guy as well. He was the offended guy and he was some other people. He was a guy, one of the guys who was buying cigarettes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was another guy. I forget which one. So Yeah. I, I, I think what you're talking about, though, I think yeah, it was definitely done intentional. So there's a lot of particular scenes that in this movie that it's worth mentioning so what started off with uh the cigarette um part it, it was the, the beginning oh okay when the guy the representative from the gum industry or whatever Julie's gum that was a twist yeah he's working for the gum manufacturers yeah. but basically he's in front of uh well the till and then he's interrupting customers from buying a smoke yeah for buying cigarettes well, yeah, he's just like being like, "Hey, this is your beer long if you smoke," and then they're like, "Oh, I'll just." Who, yeah, who also just carries pictures of like 
lungs with cancer in like, in, like an actual <laughs> lung in their yeah. bag. <laughs> yeah. That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> Wouldn't you like question like why is this man carrying around a diseased lung in a bag? <laughs> like isn't that a little sketchy? Like well not only that, why is he just hanging out at some like random convenience store in like New Jersey? Yeah. It's like damn dude. I mean the people in this movie aren't really the smartest people. No. So no, I guess the, the joke after that is that like, one of the guys who was throwing cigarettes because the guy created a riot. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as he gets discovered, he walks out. Like, the same one of the same guys who's, like, throwing cigarettes at Dante is like, oh, can I just get a pack of cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. That was a recurring thing. Like, every person who comes in buys cigarettes. Like, That's, yeah. Even a child. Even a child. Yeah. Even a four-year-old child. Yeah. Was he was the girl trying to buy cigarettes or just like trying oh, to buy something else? Because he not. just had the money. He was uh, Rand- sorry. Randall wasn't paying attention. So he just automatically thought it was cigarettes because again, yeah, everybody buys cigarettes. Yeah, she might have been because she took it out and was trying to smoke it. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, what else would you do with it? Like- well, I mean, like if you were buying something and then someone handed you the wrong thing, you wouldn't just be like, okay. <laughs> You wouldn't like go to the, like the store, like the grocery store, and be like, go to the, to the deli and be like, "Hey, give me a slice of ham," and a guy just hands you like a chicken, and you'd be like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's fine." Just, She's four years it. old, girl. She doesn't know. Yeah, but she at least know what she what she wants. Like, it's not gonna be like, yeah, I guess to take cigarettes instead of this candy. I want. Maybe maybe she thought it was like one of those like pocky shit. I don't. Did they have? Are you talking about candy cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, remember that was a thing. Yeah, although I think they were already relabeled at my young age. They were like candy chalk or something. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they had like a picture of Popeye on them for some freaking reason. I don't remember why. I, remember oh, I just remember getting those on like Halloween and I was like, yeah. Remember I when you were. Those. those are good. Remember when you were a kid and then you guys pretended, like everybody pretended to smoke when it was like really cold and then the breath comes out. You were like, <sighs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that I mean, was so cool. The health effects of smoking aside, it does look cool. <laughs> yeah, but we're not advocating for uh, smoking here, people. And that's our podcast. We're just... Uh, exactly. We're just, a, we're, we're just a long PSA. We just waited <laughs> to this episode to talk about smoking. You know, if this podcast ever gets popular, I'm going to get canceled so hard by all this <laughs> random shit I keep saying. <laughs> no, you're not. That's yeah, fine. It's the power of editing, my friend. You never get that big. It's fine. Hey, man, we might get canceled with this one. I, I'm gonna call this the most edited episode of all time. <laughs> Watch. Oh, that's that's Brandon's legacy right there. Yeah. Smoking looks cool. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's out of context. <laughs> so that leads up to the next scene where uh, his girlfriend uh, is it Ver- Veronica, right? Yeah, Veronica. Veronica. Yes. They just sit down and like, oh, sorry, they're not sitting down, they're laying down. And then they have a little conversation about the amount of like how guys. Their body count. Their body counts. Yeah, basically. The amount of people they slept with. People who don't know what that means. Yeah, because Brendan has to break it down even further. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, apparently you're like, people don't know 21 Savage. Apparently I got to appeal to all audience here. Like, okay, that's true. You can't just say like random terms. Yeah, okay. How many people they have slept with? So Dante says 12 in a bragging sense. 
Yeah, I guess. And, and he's like 22, so that's a decent amount. Yeah. It's 22 or 12? No, he's he's 22 years old. Oh, he's 22. he's 22? That's what they say, yeah. They're 22. Oh, shit, he's a little bit older. Goatee for a 22-year-old. No, they don't look 22 at all. God damn that No, I mean, okay, you can give Randall... A, a Randall look... Yeah, he Randall may be 22. Dante does not look like he's 22. That goatee yeah. does not do him... Yeah, he yeah. says he's 22. So he slept with 12 people. That's a decent amount for that age. Yeah, exactly. And she doesn't like it. She's like, oh, I only slept with two boys ever. Yeah. Other than you, or, or it's like three, including him, right? Exactly. So then they get up. She sees, she sees somebody that he knows. And then they proceed to talk about, well, Dante's like, oh, did you know him or anything? Like, yeah, I, his, his name is Snowball. So, John, you look like you really want to talk about nah, this. No, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this smiling over here. <laughs> you you want to tell the audience what uh snowballing is? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's uh jizz kisses. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So the, she goes on to talk about this guy that they encounter at the store, and um, uh, he's known as Snowball because apparently he likes to um, kiss girls with his jizz. I don't know. Yeah. How do you put it? Pretty much. Pretty um, much. And, and she... Can I say it? Yeah. She blew this guy, so she obviously probably snowballed with him. She said she did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's fucking... Anyways. Um, then, <laughs> so she, like, gets mad at this guy for having a 12 body count. She sucks 36 dicks and snowballs with this guy. 37, technically. Yeah, Dante included. <laughs> That's a lot of dicks. That's a whole lot of dicks. Yeah. So, oddly enough, uh, well, Brian, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't mention this, but that was the scene that sold, like, people in Miramax, the production company, that they want to, like, license this film. They want to invest in this film. Yeah, because he's just yelling. He's just, like, so upset. He's just yelling at, like, a random customer. He's like, it's like my, do you know my girlfriend sucked 37 dicks? And the guy goes, <laughs> in a row? <laughs> Which is like, why? Like, <laughs> to be fair, like, that wouldn't be my first response if someone just randomly said that to me. But also, I'd be thinking it. Yeah. I'd be like. That would be your first thought, for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, wait, at uh, once? Like, or like, <laughs> separately? Like, I don't know. Like, I need some context here. <laughs> but like, I don't know you either, so. Exactly. So apparently, yeah, the guy, the studio was laughing so hard he just stopped reading the scene and he brought it into, like, the VP of the company and, like told him to read the scene yeah that's how they got the they convinced him to produce this film yeah is it uh well i don't know if you guys know this but miramax was uh owned by the weinstein company oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh was it yeah. yeah so and if you guys don't know who harvey weinstein is you're better off introducing no, yeah you're better, better off not knowing who he is it's better off not to know who Harvey Weinstein <laughs> was. Yeah. So all you need to know is that, yes, his company financed films, financed his films. Has, he did a lot of financing for films, so I guess it's just weird. <laughs> that we yeah, no, it's you did a lot of you did a lot of well-known movies. Exactly. There, so it's not that crazy. Yeah. So uh, speaking of the 37 dicks um i always like the scene where 
she walks out, she storms out, and then she's like, oh, well, Dante was like outside, like, hey, don't suck any dick on the way to school. And then the one guy hanging there is just like, oh. He follows her. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, hey, and Dante just chasing after him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good scene. It's probably, I think, the most, one of the most well-known scenes in the film. Yeah, pretty much. what I can tell. Yeah. Just saying 37. <laughs> pretty much. And then, um, so then you get introduced to Randall. So the entire film, Dante is very... Well, he obviously hates his job because the major- he got called in for the day. I'm not supposed to be here today. Exactly. That's a famous line. That's also a line I say myself a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Every time I get called into work and I agree like an idiot, I mean, people are like, anytime something happens, like, it's my day off. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> that is very true. That was you last week. It was me last week. <laughs> Honestly. I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dante's a, like, he works and he puts some iota of pride into his work. He has a, some amount of work ethic. Yeah. So then you get introduced to Randall, who is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, like zero work ethic. Yeah, exactly. Like Anti work ethic. Exactly. So I guess. He is the more uh, talked about character. He's he's the one with the bigger with the better lines than Dante. He comes straight out of like what clerks like. He's the opposite of how a clerk should act. So he gets the bigger lines. Well, he was supposed to be the um, what's the guy's name he plays? Kevin Smith. No, but Kevin Jay. Smith was supposed to play. Oh, no? No, it was the guy who plays Jay who's supposed to play him. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, but apparently that guy is like was so nervous during the acting he couldn't do it. So Oh right, right. So yeah. Did we also mention Jane Silent Bob? I mean they're kind of the background characters and they get they're in like a film later. So yeah. They're in like every other film. They're just like some drug dealers you hang out. Also the whole time I was like, damn, this guy looks a lot like John. We can suck when he has his facial hair. Silent Bob. Me? Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> you don't look like Kevin Smith. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> what? Maybe when he's in the film, because also maybe because he's like smoking all the time. Sick. Oh, that is a defining characteristic of me. <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what's so funny about that? Kevin Smith wasn't even a smoker at that time. Yeah, I know. And then he became a smoker probably. Yeah, he became like a two-pack-a-day guy. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, because he sold, he can't afford fake cigarettes, so he had to buy real cigarettes to, <laughs> to smoke in the film. Yeah, so you can credit clerks for smoking habits. Yeah, you talk about Jared Leto method acting. This man literally <laughs> risked getting lung cancer for his acting. Exactly. But as you would say, he looked cool, so it doesn't at all. It's that's, all that's the problem, I told you. <laughs> he thought it looked cool, so he did it. For the film. True. <laughs> I mean, yeah, every scene the guy's in, he's smoking. Because he doesn't talk. He's like, no. He has like he had a couple lines, I think. He has that. like one line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has one line which he wasn't even supposed to say once again. Really? Yeah, it was supposed to be Jay said it. Oh, really? Yeah, but oh, once again, he was too like 
nervous or drunk or something. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't well, the line, so the yeah. actor, like he had a lot of drug problems, like uh, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he doesn't talk. He just sees smokes throughout the movie. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's called Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, going back to Randall. Um, <clears throat> anything particular scenes that you guys would like to talk about? He has a lot of good scenes. There's a lot of scenes, yeah. He has, um, I guess one of the more well-known scenes is where he's talking to that lady in the the video store, and he's just reading a newspaper. She's trying to be like, which of these movies you recommend? And you're like, I don't know. I haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, she turns around like, holds up the same movie. like, which are, what about these two? He's like, oh, they're both, they both suck. He's like, you weren't even listening. He's like, yeah, I bet it feels good, you know, pointing out people's shortcomings. Again, like, I was having this conversation with Mishvi on the way, John. That like again, he represents the clerks that want to talk to customers who again they want to be right all the time. And that me and Brandon, we work together. You understand is that a lot of these customers want to be right about everything, like just to like prove a point or just to have that like accomplishment, you know. And it's like why? Like why do you care so much? Like nobody cares. You don't care that's that you're the, right. That's their victory for the day, though. You know exactly. They're just like they walk home and they're like, "Yeah, I fucking told that guy." Yeah, that random guy who works at the grocery <laughs> store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always thought like the funny scene is when the uh woman and the baby are like trying to re- are trying to inquire about a oh yeah a film and he's like hold on hold on, hold on. I'll order it and then he's naming all these like porno titles bro he lists like th- probably 30 porno movies before he gets to like the one she asked for yeah so it's so funny because I was reading like, a trivia for this right and apparently the actor didn't want to do it he really? didn't, yeah he didn't want to do it with the baby there I thought they would have just edited that, like kind of just put like a voiceover because they're not showing him. Directly. That's what they did. Oh, okay. That's okay. what they did. Okay. But apparently, like at first, they didn't want to do it because he just refused to talk to say that, like with a like a little baby there. Is it the baby or like a toddler? It's like a, it's a toddler. toddler. Yeah, he refused to like want to do that, which is hilarious because well, he says a lot of words, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's always funny to see, like, how actors play a certain character and then, the, like, in, in reality, they're, like, complete opposites of, of who they are, who they portray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I, I'm like, was this, I thought this, listening to those titles, I'm thinking, like, is this, like, porn titles not changed since, like, forever? Because they're, like, some of them are just, like, my pipes need fixing. Yeah. And the other ones, <laughs> the other ones are, like, overly specific, like, black man bangs white chick in the backyard or something it's like okay that's my that's my thing like guys pornos don't but the thing is you had to go to the video store to rent it so you had to look up that title to be like oh do you have like backyard sluts five you know (laughs) or something like that you know i don't know why but i laugh at the come on eileen one Come oh, on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'm like, oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, to all the younger people, if you're actually listening to this, back in the day when video rental stores where you had to go to a physical store to rent a movie, the more independent ones tended to have like a special back room 
mm-hmm. where they'd have all the adult films, which you weren't allowed to go unless you were over 18 or you snuck in. But then again, you still can rent it. So, yeah. Yeah, d- definitely not a blockbuster. You didn't find this, but uh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, maybe you could. It was the back back room. Yeah, I mean the uh, <laughs> the video rental store I rented the movie from originally had one of those back rooms. Mm. Then again, it was also across from an adult video store, so mm. which apparently still exists to this day. You know, when I was a kid, uh, there was a uh, adult video store uh, near like. Well, I always go across it. Because I always lived in the same area for the longest time. Shoutouts to VP. And um, I always see like adult film store. And I'm like, oh, like I, I remember, I think asking my parents, like, can I go in there when I'm an adult? I mean, yeah, you could. <laughs> like, 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 I'm so surprised by that. I'm like, what is what? The, what what's adult film anyways? Like, why do I have to be a certain age to watch these? And then, yeah, I realized later on, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have not never been in one, never had an interest in going in one. Mm. I mean, like, one, because the internet exists, and two, I question the safety of going into one of those places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from I'm more, like, do you get judged? <laughs> you were a hundred, you, like... You wouldn't be honestly probably wouldn't be that judge. People wouldn't care. No, but like one person would judge you. So, <laughs> I mean, like if yeah, you know, like you know, if the cashier was to like judge you on like what you're buying, it's like, did you work at this place? No, you right. Know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but how about like if you're like an old man, like a really old man, and then like you I mean, I, into- I, I judge you even less if you're an old man because you're old. I don't care. Like yeah. you're at the end of your life. Do what you want. Fair enough. So you like judge if like some like fresh nineteen year old kid comes in? Oh, like- for sure. <laughs> I just be like, look at this idiot. For sure. <laughs> the only person I would like seriously judge if someone went in with like their child. I'd be like, okay. Uh, what's, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's but if it's like a nineteen year old kid, I'd be like, this kid's an idiot. Or is this like just a stupid like that? <laughs> the yellow word. This reminds me of like my university scavenger hunt where we had to get stuff like that. So, oh, so I just to get porno tapes for a scavenger hunt. Uh, sort of. I mean, we went to like the, the was it the, the stag shop to oh, get stuff. Oh, oh, that is true. The stag shop does have like um, a selection there for yeah, movies. they sell everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. They that. have like Blu ray DVDs, high definition, high definition, 4K, 4K. <laughs> yeah, they're like the, the HMV of like adult stuff. Mm. They sell everything related to it. I mean, I get I can guess that I'm when I was younger ish, I went into like the condom shack. Oh, yes. yeah, RIP condom shack in Toronto. The <laughs> door handle to that place was a dildo that was fucking sick. <laughs> Where they shut that place down? Yeah, they did. That was like a that was a staple down on down on Queen Street. Yeah, yeah, that was. That Everybody was just came in just to like browse and never buy anything. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's the novelty of it. You never actually were like intending to buy anything. You just say, "Oh, I want to go." Look well, also, it's like how many condoms are you buying at once that like this place is. I buy some like novelty you know, condoms. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they want like special condoms, man. Nobody wants to wear Trojan all the time. It's like similar. Well, I feel like you can get like again, you can go to a stag shop. They got special condoms, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's similar to going to like a comic book store. You just want to look around. You know, like actually buying comics. Why not though? That's why the comic book industry is dying. Damn it. 
Yeah, exactly. I can just read all my comic books online for free now, right? So, <laughs> so you did porn, obviously. You don't need to read porn magazines or rent DVDs anymore. Anyway, this isn't the adult movie podcast. <laughs> this is the. Uh, this is uh, we're talking about a movie called Clerks. If you didn't know, <laughs> we got sidetracked. Yeah, if you guys wanted to skip this portion, okay, we're back now. Okay. But basically, that whole conversation is the movie in a summary. That's what the plot is. Essentially, literally nothing. <laughs> Just random shit. Exactly. Um, you know what? I do like the Star Wars. Uh, you want to talk about the Death Star? Yeah, yeah. You know, yo, I put that into like a real perspective too. I'm like, yeah, man. Uh, they would have to get fucking contractors to come and get. They, the Emperor wanted to get that fucking shit done as soon as possible. You know, you can't rely only on the Empire to do it. They had to hire some other people doing it. Yeah, but did they hire them or, like, force them to work in there? Force it. Yeah, it's not like the roofer has his political... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole argument, like you just said, like, did they force them? That whole argument he has about, like, oh, they should know, like, who they're working for or whatever. I'm like, yo, uh, you think they volunteered to build this <laughs> fucking thing? Like- nah, man. Fucking stormtroopers just bust down the house of, like, the roofer and be like, hey, build this shit now. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, your everyday person is like, okay, we want you to build this planet destroying machine and you know your everyday person's gonna be like yeah sure also why did no one assume <laughs> that like robots did it this is literally the future why don't oh that is why true. couldn't they, they had droids they could just get droids that is to very true ah uh, droids exactly yeah. they had droids <laughs> why is uh, why did no one think about that one <laughs> i guess because in the first like uh star wars they didn't have like that many droids like in the prequels right no, no, no. I, so guess they, not. I guess it wasn't like a big thing. Like the only droids they have were like C three PO, R two D two, and like the shitty ones that were in like a trash machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the little like Imperial and, like, like, the, and like the Roombas toys. and like the little Roombas that went around the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, the, like little toy. Yeah, things. Yeah, they didn't really point out like oh, there's like droids that can like walk around and like build things. They're yeah, just, like is- they're all like weird blocks. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Other than C-3PO is the most advanced droid of them all. <laughs> Literally, uh, uh, Yo, Did C-3PO say Roger at all? No. He never said Roger. No. You know how, like, those droids in, like, the prequels are like, Roger, Roger. Right, yeah. Roger, <laughs> not, Roger, a, not Roger. those ones. Roger, Roger. <laughs> you know, C-3PO, he never said it, eh? No, he did not. No, he, he was a, he was, you know, he's more refined than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had, like, protocols and etiquette. Yeah, exactly. True. He was a very uh, sarcastic. That was <laughs> his trait. He was advanced in sarcasm. <laughs> exactly. He was pretty much human in a fucking machine. Yeah. So it's funny that like Randall likes Return of the Jedi, and I'm like, I fucking hate Return of the Jedi because the Muppets like uh, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I don't know, man. I just it felt. Like, it really stepped down from 4 and 5. And I agree with Dante. Like, Empire's the best. It's the best ending? Uh, but yeah, it does. It's on a downer. Yeah. Exactly. Am I just, like, a Debbie Downer in general? I don't know. Probably I am. Well, I think, like, you know, like Jedi, there's nothing wrong with the ending. It's kind of like execution, right? It's very tacky. It's a very tacky ending, the mm. way they did it. Yeah. Well, the fucking, what are they called? Ewoks? Ewoks, right? The yes, celebration, Ewoks. they're all dancing and shit. Yeah, it's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, yeah. I don't know, remember what sounds they make. <laughs> I don't think they, 
They don't what make any like thing they make. Let's they don't see. make any iconic sounds. Yeah, what do you think? Off the top of your head. I don't know, probably just like squeaking sound. No, are you gonna you gonna show an example? No. <laughs> That's what we're baiting you into. Well, you put me on the spot. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. This isn't yeah, this reminds me of that one scene where he baited uh, Dante and talking about the how his cousin died trying to suck his own. <laughs> You know, that, that's got to be the best scene in the movie. I and think. he's just like, he's like, yeah, you're judging us. He's saying you've never gotten curious. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I, I, I could never reach. And he's like, reach why? He's like, you're trying to suck my own dick. He's, he's like, yeah, it's like, did that happen? He was like, I never tried. After he goes on like this whole like speech, be like, you never once thought about it. You know, you think you're better than us. You know? I just love though how there's like. There's like a whole pause after Randall starts like telling Dante, like, like you were just saying, like, oh, you've never tried it. Like, you know, you've never gotten curious. And then there's like silence. And then Dante just goes, I can never reach. And it was there was such a pause that Randall forgot entirely what he was talking about. <laughs> that was that was the thing, though. He forgot his line. Oh, in real life? He forgot, <laughs> yeah, he forgot his line. Oh, you're kidding me. So they just let it roll. Oh, yo. Yeah, that was all improvised. That was fantastic. That <laughs> just so good. Yeah. I'm just going to say a quick trivia. Dante is apparently named after Dante from the Divine Comedy. Inferno, specifically. Uh, Dante Alighieri. And apparently, mm-hmm. the, the movie... I, I know your reference, yeah. but I know the reference because, like, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, the movie yeah. is... Uh, set in nine acts, which is supposed to represent the nine circles of hell. How they actually correlate to the book, I don't think they do. I don't think they actually do, but it's um, they just they just, I guess, was a good motif to represent this as, like, hell he's going through. Yeah, I always wondered what the, like, in every, like, section of the film, there's always uh, wording. I felt like that had something to do with I don't know something <laughs> well kind of like it's like there's a reason for that but kind of like the theme of like the act like the yeah. beginning is vilification i believe it was the word i think yeah. so and that's kind of like that's the whole cigarette thing when the guy was like vilifying dante for selling cigarettes mm. yeah exactly what was like in perspicacity yeah like one of these words that like i never bothered googling them is even losing your perspicacity yeah. But that makes sense with the Dante's Inferno thing. Yeah, I mean, I was like, every time I heard Dante, I always think of Dante's Inferno immediately. So, not Devil May Cry? No. That's my first. <laughs> immediately, it's Devil May Cry. There's two kinds of people in this world. Uh, yeah. um, what was I? Oh, yeah, I meant to mention this whole film is in black and white, by the way. Yeah. So, um,. For the audience members who look at this film and they're going to see uh, why is this movie black and white in 1994, there is a specific reason why they shot it in black and white. Basically, what we mentioned in the beginning that Kevin Smith worked in this place where majority of the setting of the film is and uh, had to shoot at night. And it would have been okay, but there was light lighting issues. Like they couldn't get the correct light. Yeah, they couldn't. They just couldn't afford them. <laughs> exactly. So they 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 made a decision to make it black and white. Yeah. So because in editing, it's like a way easier to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Also, I wanted to just briefly talk about because this is the first technically black and white film we've done. Yeah. Uh, did you know anyone who has an actual bias against black and white films? Like they don't like them because they're in black and white? Yes. I feel like most people nowadays, like most people would be like, Yo, why is this film black and white? I mean, my girlfriend doesn't like black and white films. I never got that. It's like, it's just a movie, man. Like, it's still the same fucking film. Like, it doesn't matter if it's black or white or in color. It's just, I think that they think it's lazy. Look, if you're an action movie and you're in black and white, that's something. Because I'm like, okay, the color, obviously, it's an action movie. You want the visual aspect of it, you know? Mm. But a movie like this, yeah. Or even it's like, like a drama, like Schindler's List. Yeah. That type of thing. Schindler's List. Yeah, speaking of retail complaints, just quickly, I heard a, I heard a story <laughs> I remember this from one. a guy in an electronics store who heard a complaint that he wanted a colorized version of the movie, and you had to tell him the, they didn't exist, and the movie he was looking at was Schindler's List. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me just contact Steven Spielberg and get him colorized that real quick. Yeah, but anyway, I don't yeah. know. I never understood the bias against like black and white. Films. Yeah, because to some people, I guess it's like unappealing. But like, why? Because I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with black and white films. I mean, I guess it's just more of like we live in modern times, so you get used to sort of modern sensibilities in terms of things like filmmaking. So yeah. it's just like to see something like so completely different, it's like a little jarring. It's like if someone who's only played like video games like modern video games and then goes back to playing like nes or like atari or something yeah. you, you notice mm-hmm. the, the dip in like quality is like so much diff like so very that it's like it, sh- it seems like it's worse you it's know? jarring yeah jarring. yeah that's like, true like there are a lot of old games which are good it's just a lot of people won't play them because they look so dated like they look so dated or the control or they are, feel so dated yeah it could also be that like TVs are not built for like 8 bit, 16 bit, or even like 64 bit games anymore. I mean, you can just play it on emulators at this point. Yeah, but in like, fact, you can only play it on emulators at this point. Exactly. But like, you want to tell your average person who wants to like dip down memory lane, hey, go play this emulator. But they're not going to do it. They're not going to go all the way back just yeah. for that effort. It reminds me, I was looking up like, uh, Pokemon video game music. You know, the, I was looking up the final, like the original game, the Elite Four soundtrack. Oh, I love that one. The final battery's like, da 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 Yeah. And someone's like, oh, yeah, if you put it in 144p, it sounds exactly like the Game Boy. And I did. I'm like, damn, it sounds exactly like the Game Boy. Really? Yeah. Like, oh. the, the, like the worst quality made it sound more authentic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay. fucking love the Elite Four thing. I like the, like, final, final battle. That's the one I'm talking about. Like that. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I guess that's why some people like have some love of records now because I guess it's just the sound quality is different, right? Yeah, like you get all the little. Are you talking well, vinyls? You're, vinyls yeah. yeah, I was about to ask you, John. Yo, do you think vinyls are sound better? Yeah. Uh there's a definite difference mm. between that and CD or like digital. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it sounds better. It just sounds different. Mm. You can tell like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's preference. I prefer again. I prefer like CD 
or like a flock file or something or like the remastered version of songs oh no that if we're talking about that like yo like i much prefer older recordings than new recordings there's too much compression in today's music yeah i see that's true i mean i guess it depends on the song some old songs if you don't remaster them they are the sound quality is kind of bad yeah i mean sometimes you only have the choice for the remaster now that's true yeah i mean like okay I, I know where we're dipping from our conversations, but I'm going to bring this back to a little bit with Star Wars. Nowadays, you can only watch the fucking Blu-ray versions of them. I'm not sure they've done a full 4K edition of it, but basically, if you don't know Star Wars, every single edition, there's always alterations. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the first time I saw it was the... Um whatever the version they released on VHS, which was altered. So yeah. I never saw the original until later. Yeah. So exactly. And now you don't get the chance unless you own those specific ones. Like let's say the DVD edition of star Wars episode four, five and six, like they have certain editing that was well, not, sorry. They have certain changes and then the Blu-ray, they changed again. So, like, you need to own that format in order to enjoy that version. And that sucks, because now you can't even go back and get that, the original one. I think that's my complaint with it, is that... Okay, I understand if you remaster from, like, Blu-ray to 4K and from whatever. But, like, they made actual changes in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think the, the audience, like the viewers, should be able to see... The original. Yeah. And all the changes in between. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky that, like, I have, um, I downloaded, um, the Star Wars Declassified Edition, and that was fan made. Like, a fan actually inserted, like, certain scenes from the original cut of Star Wars and made it high quality. So now I get to enjoy Star Wars in a better light rather than now, like, fucking dealing with episode six. Vader screaming no when has these trying to kill, like <laughs> he's throwing the fucking emperor off the goddamn thing and I'm like I don't need the no yeah. like I hate that I hate it yeah yeah that's that's funny though <laughs> no it's not funny it's terrible that's like the most emotional climax of the film no. maybe that's why I hate a fucking Return of the Jedi even more I keep thinking about that Blu-ray version fuck off. <laughs> Anyway, we're we're once again we're talking about a movie called Clerks. <laughs> well, we're doing what the movie has taught us to do. We just get sidetracked. <laughs> I mean, the whole movie is basically just a series of random ass conversations between Dante, Randall, and like various other people. Yeah, mostly Dante and Randall, but it's just yeah. like random topics. I mean, I th- listen to, to bring it back to the movie. I think before we start, this is. You said this is the most controversial film we talked about, so... Yeah. Some of those topics are a little less than PG, so... Yeah. Not rated PG-13. Well, I'm there is... talk about why it's the most controversial? Well, I'm about to bring that okay, okay, okay. So, there's two particular scenes that when me and John were heading towards to shoot this, that we were gonna be like, I don't know how we're gonna address this. I feel like we can't address it. But let's, yeah. So there's one where uh, Dante's character, 
he finds out that one of the cla- like classmates like back in high school passed away. Yeah. So he wants to go to the funeral. The wake. Oh. The wake, sorry. Yeah. And then we do the car ride. What about the sucking young dick? And then you get to the scene where they're going into the wake. And then it says moments later. <laughs> or does it say moments later? Or does it's like it five minutes later or something? So before I even tell you about that, when I was showing John this movie for the first time, I forgot it was like a couple of years back. A few years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they actually had an animated version of that. Yeah, I read that. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Yeah. So I guess the copy that I had of Clerks still had the animated one, but basically Randall breaks the casket. It falls over, and the body falls. Didn't he drop his like keys in it or something? And he was trying to get the keys. I think so. I don't, something- I don't remember about what the how exactly happened but he was leaning over the body yes he was leaning over the body as dante mentions and again in some way is that funny yes or no i don't know i mean it's i guess sort of dark humor yeah yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say that's i mean like scary movie three kind of did something like that where like like Anthony Anderson's character is like slapping a dead body yeah around <laughs> you know I'd, I'd even say like this might sound fucked up but I'd even say the the other scene you're talking or, or about to talk about I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that's too controversial well the next one it's even worse so basically uh, I don't know if we talked about this already, but Dante, he's the main protagonist in the story, but he's kind of an asshole. He's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because he's dating Veronica, and he can't stop thinking about one of his ex-girlfriends that he had chit-chats with her while being in a relationship. Yeah. So the entire time he finds out that this her name is caitlin uh is marrying some like asian design major yeah which i don't know they put so much emphasis on that because it sounds fancy they're in new jersey like nothing's nothing's fancy down there no offense but every time they talk about this girl it's like oh yeah this girl caitlin she's dating this asian design major it's like okay okay cool what does that mean (laughs) i I swear to god that just means like he's in school for like asian designs (laughs) that doesn't sell that really i'm pretty sure he is asian and he's a designer Oh, okay. And he's in for Asian designs. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Fair That's enough. a very oddly specific. Oh, wait, his name is Sang, right? Yeah, Sang. Yeah, he's Sang. Asian. Yeah. Past tense. Yeah. So. <laughs> Past tense. <laughs> yeah, they made a joke. That's what they say in the film. Look. That's what they said in the film. Brandon, and you try to get canceled. <laughs> it, was in, it was in the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> you take off. <laughs> I didn't even know what scene you were gonna go on here. Like the I'm... the 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 dead body in the washer. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Caitlin goes back to Dante later during the night, 
says, oh, like, that's all fabricated. I'm not going to marry him, you know. And then they decide to go on a date later that night. Also, wait, can can I ask why that was in the newspaper, though? <laughs> you said her like, mom. You said her, her mom put it in. Yeah, oh. it's like the local New Jersey. Yeah, it's one of those okay, things yeah. where you can like pay to announce something. Like it's like on CP twenty four. You can put your birthday up there if you wanted to. Yeah, you exactly. Could, yeah, okay. You just pay them like a fee, and they put it up. Exactly. And so later that night, well, Dante goes back home to get freshen up, and then Caitlin comes to have a conversation with Randall. Now. I'll just say what the plot, what what happens after, but then I'll talk about like what I had issues with. But she basically goes inside the washroom, and do we have to talk about the guy in the washroom first? So the guy previously in the movie, probably like twenty minutes before this happens. It no, it's not twenty minutes at all. It was like an hour, more so than that. It means twenty minutes movie time. Oh, yeah, like 20, 30 minutes. But, like, in context of the story, it's been, like, four hours. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he goes into the place, and he asks Dante, can I use your washroom? Comes back. I noticed you only have the uh, sandpaper toilet paper. You got the soft stuff, the good stuff, and then he gives him the good toilet paper. And then he asks for a magazine, but not just any magazine, big titty magazines. Yeah, you know, gonna fucking bust a nut in there <laughs> because he likes the cartoons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he likes the cartoons. Dude, That's what dude, he likes. Do, car- do porno magazines have cartoons? I don't know, bro. Yeah. Have you ever picked up a porno magazine? I never have. Some, some of them do. Yeah. Really? You picked? I, you see, picked up a you know, a porn- like a porno <laughs> magazine is like is like a unicorn to me. It's like it's so like old and it's like myth. You know, penthouse yeah, yeah. <laughs> <also> Playboy. <laughs> I don't remember. So not penthouse, penthouse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember. I they were. I read them. I did a couple. So. <laughs> Shit. Did you critique them? No. <laughs> I'm baiting them again. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So now we're back. So she goes to the washroom for some quite time, and then Dante comes back. And then she comes out, and clearly she looks like she just had the time of her life. She comes back, and she's like, how did you get here so fast? <laughs> and you, the, like, there's so much visible confusion yeah, you going forgot, on. You forgot to mention that the, the lights in the washroom don't work. Exactly, yes. The lights in the washroom do not work. Because of mysterious reasons they said that the contractor did uh, sorry the boss of the quick stop they didn't want he didn't want to pay for the like light no, but they so only went out after 5 14 p.m every day oh yeah it worked beforehand oh okay yes yeah i was gonna say that dude went in the, the washroom with the magazine and couldn't see it no <laughs> it's just it's just during after a certain time they just didn't work and they right didn't know why. right right yes i forget yeah you're right so Visible confusion. Basically, she's insinuated that she just had sex. And she's assuming it's with Dante. But Dante was not there. It turns out that gentleman that was jacking off in the washroom fucking died. And she... Heart heart attack. Fucking died. He could have died by hemorrhoids. (laughs) He did mention hemorrhoids. Yes, yes. Uh, he died, and she just had sex with a dead body. 
Yeah. So she got pretty traumatized. Yeah. So I feel like that's a little bit of a controversial um, part of the film, if not the biggest one other than like, you know, Randall giving cigarettes to fucking kids. Yeah, that was, I was going to say, I, that seems a little controversial. Literally giving a child or reading a bunch of porno things in front of a child, you know, but he didn't like he didn't. He didn't even know he was serving a child, probably. No, he probably no, he did it. Yeah. yeah. So he, he just he was not paying. Oh, he did know he was serving a child. Did he? Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I got fined $500. So like, it's a kid you serve. And he's like, oh, yeah, that kid? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. He just, just didn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's negligent. Oh, that sounds, that's even worse now when you put that in perspective. <laughs> I mean, Randall's not a great person. No, and not just like straight one. up like spit on a guy. Well, like he's the thing I like about Randall. It's like Randall and Dante. Randall does not give two fucks in the work wise, but you can still see that he gives some sort of care because he's okay with talking to Veronica about like yeah, he doesn't like you anymore, you know. And then like consults him at the end of the film. Right, so he does have some morals, but they're not like out there. I mean, rather I than Dante cares about his work, but clearly gives no fucking morals about how he plays females. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think they went into the whole revel- revelation at the end of the film where Randall went on this speech about like. Uh, how Dante is like forcing himself to be miserable and he's like acting like a jerk, even though he just works in like a video store. He acts like he's superior to everyone, even though like he literally works in a video store. Like he's not, yeah. he's not actually better than anyone else. Yeah. It's just people annoy him. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've all been guilty of that a little bit. And like people just annoy you with stupid questions. And yeah. I, I guess you could say it with me too. Like, I'm very sarcastic when I man the self checkouts at work. Like when somebody's asking me, how do you, oh, how do I pay? I'm like, well, you see that big button that says pay? You just press that. You know? Like I'm very self sarcastic with them. And I don't say it in like the most sarcastic tone. I'm just dry when I say it. That's my form of sarcasm. And I know I probably got couple of flacks for that from my dry sarcasm but I, I feel better about myself when I do that bro it's a coping mechanism it is <laughs> at the end of the day it is. it is I don't know like Brandon you ever have stories where you feel like you had to tell a dumb customer something and, and then you're like you want to be sarcastic with them or you want to like say something because they pissed you off so much Oh yeah, it's happened like multiple times. You want to share the examples? Uh, can I think of anything off the top of my head? Oh yeah, I was remember I was like stocking some shelves or something, and this girl comes up and she's like, "Oh, where are your chicken wings?" Right? And I'm like standing at the other side of the store, so I say, "They're just if you just walk down there, they're just in the meat department." She's like, "It's not very helpful," <laughs> so I like walk all the way there and like point it out to her. And I want to be like, do you want me to draw you a fucking map next time so you can fucking actually understand something? Mm-hmm. So then, like, yeah, it's just like, bro, like, 
I'm trying to, I like giving you like help and you like give me shit for no reason. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like you say you were stocking shelves. So this is you working overnight. <laughs> no, I was in the middle of the day. I was just helping. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah. Just stuff like that, where it's like, you try to help someone and it's like, they don't want help for some reason or they yeah. don't like the way you help them. You, you got one, John, cause you work in a smaller store. So it's very personal, very, very intimate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have like a specific one, but I always get customers. I always get customers, um, basically like flat out, just telling me like, you should find a different job. It doesn't look like you like this one too much. And I'm like, yeah, you're not fucking wrong. You are Dante in that sense, (laughs) because like earlier in the scene, there's like some old guy, like giving shit about Randall, about like, he's never there in the video store. He's always sleeping. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's just resting his eyes. Like, are you calling me a liar? And then after he's like, oh yeah, that's why you work here. Cause you know, you can't make it. You can't make it in real life. You can't have a steady job. So you work in a fucking convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, just people, it's like, it's mainly when people just ask me about the wines. Will this go with seafood? Will it go with this? Like, how is this? What are the undernotes, the flavors? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, and I don't have it in me anymore to like bullshit. So I'm just like, I literally, I don't know. I told them and they're like, well, you know, you should find a different, different job if you don't like this one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like, have you tried looking for a job recently? <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Like, yeah. People think that we work here because like we find like dedication with our jobs and again like we pull off a of dante sometimes we sometimes we put some effort like i like recently i've tried to put some effort into my job rather than like not giving two fucks about it anymore and it bites me in the ass because i get put with more work more unnecessary shit that i had to deal with yeah and i don't get paid anymore i'm still fucking broke yeah, I mean, but it's like, it's like I said in the movies, kind of like you do it to yourself, right? You know? Yeah. It's just like you get comfortable in your situation. So, yeah, it's kind of like hard to break out of it. Exactly. Psychological. You're like, you have a area, you know how to do things. So it's like moving to do something else is like, is hard, right? Yeah. Like starting something new in your life is always hard. Yeah. You know, starting a new challenge. It's like people who like don't do any exercise and they suddenly someone want to start working out, you know? Mm-hmm. A certain level of commitment. I always like that scene where, like, the the jockey guy comes in. Fuck and, that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. He yeah, honestly, <laughs> no, he's a piece of shit. The jockey. Yeah, no, because he's like, oh yeah, I noticed a strain. That oh yeah, did. that guy. Yeah, like fuck him. Like, no shit, he doesn't work out, dude. Like, why are you ripping on him? He's like, yeah, pull up your sleeve. And he's like, oh, come on. It's like, yeah, you don't want to because you're out of shape. Like, like, no shit, though. You're, he's out of shape. And then, and then the girl's like, yeah, I, if I was working here, I'd be bloated and fat. <laughs> out of shape. Yeah, I'm like, like, yo, like, fuck New Jersey people. No offense, man. But like. Well, I mean, it's a little exaggerated. People don't like coming and just like shit on you for no reason. Like that blatantly, yeah. usually. Yeah. I love how too, though, like he gets the girl to feel his like bicep. Mm hmm. And I'm like, yo, the guy's wearing a crew neck. <laughs> yeah. Like a sweater. Yeah. She's feeling like 90% sweater. 
There's so much. He's got like wizard sleeves. She's not feeling arms. She's <laughs> feeling the fucking sweater. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. There was, there was one small running joke I like, Brendan. Anytime someone came in, they was like, are you open? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many times in my life, like especially before holidays. Mm-hmm. Are you guys open tomorrow? Are you guys open? I'm pretty sure it's always the same people are calling me. Like the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially on certain days where people are like, oh, are you open today? No, I'm literally just standing here. Like, answering <laughs> the phone. It's like, no, I feel you. It's like, what kind of question is that? Like, I don't say that because I'm like, it's a little rude for like someone just asking me a question. But it's like, you want to just be like, hello? Hello? Did, did you think before you made this call? Like, yeah. No. Like, I, 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 like, I give people the benefit of the doubt sometime. Like, one time a guy came up to the self checkout and he was like, he holds up a cantaloupe and he's like, what is this called again? <laughs> This man was not like this man wasn't like an immigrant or something. He was clearly like English was his first language. I'm like, it's a cantaloupe. It's like, oh, sorry, it's been a long day. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. No, sometimes that just happens. Sometimes your brain just like gives it out it's on you. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you people are just like having an off day. Yeah, no, that happens. I feel like I'm sometimes I'm rude with people with that. Like I tell them to type in that like letters. I'm like, so I need you like. They're looking for an radish, like item radish. I'm like, all right, it's R A D, and then they mess up like, no, not an E, a D. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel so bad for doing that sometimes, but I'm like, okay, you tell them to type it in, and they're like, okay, just type in like bananas. They just slowly think B, and they start looking through the whole list. I'm like, you gotta put in like a few more. Letters. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I tell them like, you could put a, a a little bit more words, dude. <laughs> like A, and I'm like, you see that one right there, right there, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no one knows how to spell like cauliflower and like avocado. Those are the two words no yes. one knows how to spell properly. And then the third is like banana, surprisingly. <laughs> Strange enough, I only remember that because the cauliflower of... one is okay. It, I, get, I, yeah, I get cauliflower. Yeah. Because like calling you'd expect like C O, not C A U L. Yeah. Avocado, I don't know how you People say A V A avocado. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's, sure. That's and then banana is they put B A N N A. N N double N? Okay. That's not strangely enough, the only reason I ever remember how to spell banana is because of uh Quinn's Stefani. Shit is banana. A-N-A-N-A. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say what's the point. Look, man, it's it's she taught, she taught me some things. Holla back girl, honestly. Holla back girl. Yeah, but uh, what you, what is going on here? What is I gotta charge my computer. Oh <laughs> um, so okay, if we die here, talking. Guys, we die. Okay, this is scaring me, bro. I'm gonna move this. <laughs> Yeah, but um, what's another thing I want to talk about? Oh yeah, just briefly talk about the, the soundtrack. It's really like a lot of '90s rock slash. Yo, grunge. Berserker is the greatest song Berserker. I'll ever hear. Berserker. Honestly, I like the like rocket redemption of uh oh fuck. Why am I forgetting their name? Keep talking. I I'll, I'll come back. Okay, uh, yeah, that was uh, Jimmy's. <laughs> no, uh, would you go on your own way? Oh, that's, um... Oh, I'm forgetting the names. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yes, Fleetwood Mac. Damn it. Well, why do you say rock version of it? It's like more of a rocker version of oh, it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. 
It didn't sound like that. Yeah, after that, I kept listening to that Alice in Chains song they played that one time. That was an Alice in Chains song, wasn't it? Yeah. Which it one? I knew it. I knew uh, it. Wait, how did it go? I can't say. It's, Alice in Chains, you can't really always understand what he's saying. Exactly. No, but like yeah. in the part of the film. How did, oh, the part of the film is when Randall got introduced and he's like walks in, he's like shimmies in. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like playing over that. Yeah. Because I know like a lot of Soul Asylum plays at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was in the. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at the time the movie was made. It's ninety four. Yeah, so it would be like grunge rock. Yeah. Yeah. Cobain could have still been alive, depending on what time of the year it was. Like, yeah, yeah Tupac could have been alive. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Tupac was... died that early in the nineties. He died in ninety five. No. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I also only remember that based on a Dave Chappelle skit. He died in ninety five. No, because he's like, you know how the, they have the meme of like Tupac. They keep finding like unreleased music from his yeah so then like the the skits like they're all at the club and he's just like yeah i got a new tupac song to put on he's like i wrote the song a long time ago i wrote the song in 94 you know like <laughs> it's like blatantly like not written it's like way before slim shady did a bid you know it's like it's like what mm-hmm. that is it's like blatantly not written by Tupac or in 94. No, clearly not. So I'm like, oh. I mean, that dude has a scary amount of unreleased music, though. Yeah. He's still that's, releasing music to this day. That's kind of weird. Not. According to some people. When do you see some Tupac verses happening? According to some people, he's still. They, they he's, stopped. He's, he's ghostwriting. No. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Ghostwriting. Current rappers don't even respect <laughs> Tupac anymore. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. Kids of the day don't respect the old classics. No, of course <laughs> not, man. You're not gonna see uh, little Zan. Back in respecting. my day, all I listened to was Beethoven. No one has any respect for Beethoven anymore. Mozart, come on. There's this, yeah, there's like a comic book drawing of like a quick comic. It's like an artist be like, "Oh, I wish I was as great as the old masters," and it goes back to like the Renaissance and be like, "Oh, I wish I was great as the old masters." Goes back to like even further, and eventually goes back to the caveman drawings, and the guy's like, "I'm the best." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's literally, funny. Literally, it. Uh, is there any other particular scenes in this film that we didn't discuss? Uh, uh, we covered the base, nope. the ending, I guess. Where, uh, yeah, there was an alternate ending. Oh, you want to talk about that? Well, I mean, we'll just. I mean, the original ending was just like they go have their like fight, and then. They make up and yeah. then they just like basically says, you know, like, hey, you want to hang out? And then it's like, okay, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're closed, right? And he like throws his sign at him. That was another running joke. Everyone kept saying he smelled like shoe polish. So, oh, yeah. Because he made a sign out of shoe polish that said, I assure you were open, which yeah. was also the running joke of everyone asking if he's open. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it, that's where the movie ended in like theaters. But the alternate ending was, uh, as he's like closing up, a guy comes in. He says, "Yeah, sorry, we're closed." And the guy just pulls out a gun and shoots him, and like robs the place. And then the credits is just like the cashier checkout noise being played over the credits. That's kind. So, so <laughs> yeah. apparently, one apparently they changed it because the test screening people did not like that ending. So <laughs> surprisingly, because yeah. it was like out of nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's, but it's like, apparently he said he made it that way because he didn't know how to end a film. So yeah. Get shot. Also, apparently, some people theorize it's a fit with like the darker theme and like 
how he liked Empire Strikes Back because it ends on like a down note. So like this movie ends on a down note. Yeah. Also, apparently, it was a reference to like a Spike Lee film, "Do the Right Thing," which was like a comedy film. Which yeah, kind of dark. I, I never watched "Do the Right." I thing, never watched but, it either, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they cut that out, and honestly, honestly I wouldn't mind that ending. It, it, it stays true to the themes of the film. It is random. It is really controversial to end it like that. I, I, I like personally, I'd have to see how it how it's executed because I feel like. It's if pretty, it was too dramatic, it's pretty dramatic. Is, that, is it dramatic? Yeah, I watch it. So basically, like he's standing in the rain. He's like, "Oh yeah, sir, we're closing." And he just shows like the guy shooting with the gun, and he's like lying on the ground, like dead, staring at the camera. And then the guy just like steps over him and like takes some money out of the cash register. Oh, and then it just ends with like his dead body, like staring at the camera. Okay, and then yeah. you just like hear the checkout noises over the credits with no music. That's okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I was like, this is really fucking dark. Jesus. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, no, out no. of nowhere. Like, no, if, if it just happened abruptly, then, and then the movie ends, then it's, it's kind of like dark, dark comedy in a sense, but like, if that sounds way too dramatic. Yeah, yeah and it was also implied in that extended cut that at one point they show um, Randall disabling the security cameras so they can play on the roof, right? So it's also implied that since he disabled security cameras, the guy would have never been caught. That's mm. way too depressing. <laughs> it's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, I can see why that might not go over well with audience. <laughs> yeah, no. Even for a film like this, it's like, because it comes out of like nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like the movie's like cynical, but it's not like depressing a film. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, so regardless, I'm okay with the ending. Because again, it serves up the sequel that happens like what, like ten years, twelve years after. So uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, so last thoughts about Clark's. Like, what would you guys put it as a rating? Honestly, I kind of like this is not like a rating, um, but like it, it kind of like I feel like I'm not saying it inspired The Office. I'm not saying Clerks inspired The Office. Um, I'm just saying, like, the way it's filmed, there's no, like, it's not a mockumentary, but it, it kind of has that feel to it, um, where it's like these people, it's just like their job, and it's just, they work at this store. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It kind of has that office-type feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd give it a 8.5. 8.5? Okay. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it for a decent amount. So, but it's like, I'd say it's like a seven point eight for me. Seven point eight. So it's like it's a good movie. Not like I don't know. I didn't think it was like amazing, but I thought it was still enjoyable when I watched it. Yeah. So, if it was that original ending, I'd probably have given it like lower. <laughs> wow. Because I would be like, damn, that's way too fucking depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a um, eight out of ten. Yeah, you mean and it's serviceful. I think because I, when I think about clerks, I majority think about the second one. I know I keep talking about it, and eventually we are going to talk about because I really want to talk about that film. But like as a basic introduction to the Dante Randall character. I feel like this movie gives good, like a good 
introduction to them in a sense. Um, I feel like Clerks Two feels more like a movie. Um, yeah, Clerks like the the one we're talking about, the first one. It feels more just like like a bunch of like again like nine, a sketch, nine skits. Yeah, nine sketches. Just exactly. Nine. Um. Whereas yeah, Clerks Two is like actually like a cohesive movie. Yeah, because again, like you, you gotta appreciate the development, right? Because I feel like with each Clerks film, it's where director Kevin Smith, like where he is at that time of life, you know, he's he's this is the first first film he started, right? So he's very edgy. He's very okay with talking about shit like this you know he's very green as a director which is fine this is his film right but when you get into clerks too he's more developed now and there's more bright like broader issues now like majority of the time he's dealing with characters in their 20s not a lot of characters have to deal with shit in their like early 20s it's like when you get into the later part of your years, you start fi- figuring out things, right? Like, where do you want to be in life and shit like that? Or bigger issues. So, I do respect Clerks has, like, the introduction to these characters. So, that's why I feel like I can give it an 8. So, yeah. Okay, I mean... This podcast was a mess. We didn't talk about the film half the time. No, that's fine. I honestly, yeah. I think we're keeping some tradition to to, to the movie but, by just yeah, like based on the movie. It's pretty much so. It has a similar feel to the movie. They just kind of talk about random shit. Exactly. Know? There's no, as we said, there's not a lot of cohesiveness to it. No. So with that, we're gonna end this. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us ramble along a lot of a lot of the times. Uh, John, do you want to say some last words? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> Brandon? Um, no. Okay, there we go. All right, we're signing off. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Mm. Adios. Mm, bye-bye.